How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Football. Welcome to Bank at Night. And welcome to Bank at Night. Jay Bankley, Kristen Ocero. Chris Kleiman show on before us. They moving it down because, of course, Kansas State basketball tomorrow good evening chris you were here obviously with me during the arrowhead pride radio when we discussed the kansas city chiefs but uh i know you didn't go anywhere i didn't either but uh hello again how's it going man it's going good even though i've just seen you for the last hour (laughs) yeah you've seen me for the last three theater of the mind man theater of the mind chris theater of the mind so you wake up this morning you see the news about aaron Rodgers not going to be able to play for the Green Bay Packers, and I don't know. I mean, here, here's my initial reaction, Chris. Well, first of all, you know, I, I, I feel bad that Aaron Rodgers is on this list. I, I know it's, it's it was going to be a battle between Mahomes and Rodgers. I, I do value the matchup. I do want did want to see those two compete against each other head-to-head. I get it. The game's a lot easier for the Chiefs to win at this point. We didn't get this game two years ago when Matt Moore had to play against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers couldn't fulfill his end of the bargain. Well, actually, they've been in the NFC title game the last two years, but they can't uh, punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, I thought, okay, it's going to be fun. Once the uh, NFL put out that schedule that a couple years ago, you played the, the, the divisional team and where you finished, it's like, okay, it's the Green Bay Packers. We're going to see Pat and Aaron. Obviously, the Green Bay Packers off to a great start to the season, even though they were bombed in week one, 38-3. But... On the other hand, this is the way the NFL is. It's usually injuries. This just happens to be COVID with Aaron Rodgers. But this is the important reason about having backups. And they, and they do. Jordan Love is their backup. They drafted him for a reason. But injuries do happen in the NFL. COVID, a branch of an injury that you got to be out uh, missing those times. He was unvaccinated, so he's got to be out for the 10 days. Those are rules. Rules are rules in the National Football League. And they knew the rules going into it. But the bottom line is, you see so many injuries. I mean, all the teams that are playing the Titans don't have to face Derrick Henry now. You know what I'm saying, Chris? So, yeah, I know. You put an asterisk on this. I heard Carrington talk earlier about an asterisk with this game with the Packers. I don't think in the grand scheme of things when it really matters. I don't think – I think that some people will look and say, hey, you beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. But this is what the National Football League is. Nobody's 100%. This is – and I, I do agree with you on the aspect it's football. It, it is what it is. Look, I, I I understand if people put an asterisk on this game if the Chiefs win. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. The Chiefs don't care. It's a dub. It's five and four. Yeah, it's a dub regardless. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, the only thing that would affect uh, that the, this that this affects is the perception of your performance if you play well on Sunday because then it's like, oh, well, you should have played well. You played against the Packers and they didn't have their best player. So, like, obviously that's going to affect the perception. But if, like, you're, if you're the Chiefs, you shouldn't care what 
so the, the guy on good nope. morning football has to say about your team. You shouldn't care what, about nope. what the guy on first take has to say about your team. Anyway, well, that's a problem that has arisen in the NFL yes. guys caring too much about what's being said about them instead of in just doing the action. in general in sports in general, like guys in the NBA are like that major league baseball. It's the like, curse of social media, man. Exactly. Everybody cares about what you're saying about them. Exactly. And so like almost me, too much. Yeah. And, and so for me, it's like, these guys are, they, they should not care about whether or not people put an asterisk next to it. All that they should care about is getting a win. But you know what? The, the whole thing is rules are rules, right? Right. They put these rules in there, and whether you abided by them or not, you, you have a choice. You get the shot or don't get the shot. Everybody understood the rules. And keep in mind, had he got the shot, he could have still received COVID. Yeah, he could have still gotten it, and he could have still had to miss well, a game. Yeah, we that saw if that, if Tyree he, Matthew week one. Yeah, had he been vaccinated, it would say Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, he would have missed it still. So Maybe. I mean, it, it, depends on, it depends on if he gets two negative tests or If not. he got the two negative tests, yes. he could have gotten through he it. But you never know. Gotten. Yeah, he still, still could have, like, let's say he tested positive, and then on Saturday he gets two negatives. It would have happened he, to have Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he could have still played. Because they got to be 24 hours apart, but then you're missing the game plan. Yeah. Then if you're the Packers, you're not sure what to do here. You need to get Jordan Love up to speed because, obviously, Aaron, there's a 50-50 chance he doesn't test – you know, it, had he been vaccinated, well, it doesn't matter. But the bottom line is he's not playing. But that's the NFL, right? Justin Herbert's dealing with the hand issue, right? Yeah. With the Chargers. Didn't even practice today. You know, this is this is the breaks in the NFL. So I'm not going to say an asterisk because you know what happens in time, whether it's this year or next year. A lot of people even forgot that Mahomes did not play in that game against the Packers a couple years ago. It was Matt Moore, right? Yeah. Chiefs won the Super Bowl that year. So nobody really cares that nobody looks back on it. But the bottom line is, Nobody should care. The Chiefs are in the position to get a win. They should be six and two. And I get it. Should be. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Horseshoes and hand grenades. Now, listen, the Chargers game and the Ravens game were on that silver platter on Thanksgiving Day, right in front of them to take. They could be six and two despite the flaws the Chiefs are having. Very easily, Chris. It's not, it's not a it's not a figment of my imagination. They were that close to being a six and two team. Yeah, and and you know now the perception of the team has changed drastically because of that game on Monday. So, you know now all of a sudden, it's kind of like the Chiefs have to win sexy in order to instill confidence. And I completely agree with it because I, I will say this: there were times like I I thought, okay, well the Chiefs. There was a point where the Chiefs looked like they'd start rolling against the Giants, and then. You had some bad drives. You had some turnover. You had, I mean, you, that that turnover by Kelsey, that fumble, was just a, a killer. And at that point, it, it felt like uh, it felt like the Chiefs offensively just couldn't get anything going. I and, mean, even with Jordan Love, I mean, if yes. the Chiefs play like they did against the Giants. <laughs> listen, listen, Canarius Tony hurt himself in that game. Yes, he Dante did. Pettis hurt himself in that game. Removed Sterling Shepard got was hurt. Pulled. Kenny Galladay didn't even play. You start taking out four fifths of the receivers. And yet the Giants were still there to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. The week before, they didn't have their top three receivers still beat the Panthers. Here's the deal with the Green Bay Packers. Text line's asking, 816, whether it matters or not, depends on what type of conversation you were having. Not really does it matter. I mean, if you want to get the conversation, well, they didn't face Aaron Rodgers. Well, I would just say that's the NFL, man. Sometimes you have your guys, sometimes you don't. It's like the Green Bay pa- or the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. They've been playing without Gronk all the time. They gonna cry? Oh, we don't have our best tight end playing in the games. No, you just got to deal with it. it's the National Football League. It is the next man up league. Defensively, the Packers are seventh in the NFL. They can play defense. The other thing that worries me, Chris, they're plus eight in turnovers. Right? They're plus eight. That's second in the NFL. The Chiefs are last in plus minus ratio, which is a concern. The bottom line is Green Bay can still play defense. Again. The Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love are still a better football team than the New York Giants. Love, Rodgers, doesn't matter. This football team, with or without Aaron Rodgers, is still better than the team that almost beat him the week before. I mean, you would think so just because of the talent that they have on defense. I would take the Packers and over the Giants with Love nine times out of ten. Their running game and Devontae Adams, should he play on Sunday, they think he'll be they think that he'll be ready. Yeah, he was on the COVID to list to too. Still tomorrow. is on the COVID list. Still is, but they think he might be able to return tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Um, but the biggest thing is really going to be how does Jordan Love play? Because if he is not someone that is a factor in the passing game, if he's someone that turns the football over, well, now all of a sudden your defense doesn't really quite matter as much. Or what if Patrick Mahomes and the offense figures it out? 
Well, then all of a sudden now you're you're looking at a completely different matchup. And and really at this point, what it comes down to is, are we going to get the Patrick Mahomes we've got the last two weeks or are we going to get the regular Patrick Mahomes that we're used to? Because if we are getting the Patrick Mahomes that we've seen the last couple weeks, then yeah, like this is still kind of a concerning matchup because of the defense and because of potentially returning Devontae Adams. But if Mahomes looks like the guy that we know he is, looks like the guy he's been for the last three seasons before this year, well, then now all of a sudden this looks like a a pretty comfortable win. This looks like one where they could cover the spread, if not more, and now this is like a a good game to build your confidence. And you're like, okay, yeah, we didn't have to play against Aaron Rodgers, but we still went out there and took care of business, just like what happened with Washington, where you played a team you were better than and you took care of business. Well, he's still a first-round pick, Jordan Love. Yeah, but and, and not only that, he's, he's a guy that they don't have. You, yeah, you can tell they don't have confidence. But with Aaron Rodgers farting around the whole offseason, whether he's going to play or not, Green Bay said, all right, this is our guy, Jordan Love, right? Well, then Aaron I mean, Rodgers comes back. And, they weren't. They weren't really. This is oh, our guy. Oh, they were prepared to roll. I don't think they, the, I don't think they, the, they made concessions in order to in Well, order what the hell were they going to do? If they didn't have were, Aaron Rodgers, who the hell would they have? All I know is, and that you're making me. They'd have Jordan Love. You literally just made my point, though, is like, if they really believed in him, they'd have been like, okay, Aaron, we'll send you somewhere else. We'll send you to Denver, Oakland, San Fran, wherever you want to go, dog, we got you. But instead, they were like, okay, let's see if we can get one more year. Let's try to get this one more time. Because I, I think that they were like, let's see if we can have Jordan Love sit for another year. And hopefully he turns into the quarterback we thought he would be because he clearly isn't that guy right now. And the Packers, that to me is what that, that moves. The Packers, listen, the NFC is good. Yeah, oh, the NFL Network, uh, the top five teams, top six teams, we're all NFC teams. The the NFC is good. Like if you're a Packers fan, you got to worry about this because Aaron Rodgers could miss two games in a row. It's ten days right now, which would put him right in next Saturday. Maybe he's going to be fine. Maybe he's not with the COVID test. Hope everything works out for Aaron Rodgers. But the bottom line is, you know, I don't feel sorry for him because they knew the rules going into it. So this could happen at any time along the way. It just so happens to happen right before the Chiefs game. But I'll say this. Like, no one's crying over the Kansas City Chiefs either. They have the toughest schedule in the NFL. You know, they play teams. Every team on the schedule is not under 500. Every single damn one of them is 500 or better. The only NFL team that could say that is the Kansas City Chiefs. So they get a break without Aaron Rodgers. So be it. Denver Broncos, I get it. They're drawn there twice. They're 500. Like, that's weird to say, but the Broncos are 500. So no team is under 500, Chris. So. Yes, it is a tough schedule going forward with or without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Dak Prescott, he's going to play this week. Let's say he re-injures himself or re-aggravates because he's dealing I, I with that ankle. because he's on my fantasy no, team. He, he's a stud. Dak Prescott, <laughs> but I'm saying. I hope not. But, but that type of thing, like the Vikings, you know, they, they, they were expecting Dak, and it was a game-time decision. Then all of a sudden they had to go Cooper Russ, right? I mean, it's the NFL. These things happen. The Packers did not value the, the, the uh, third-string quarterback. The third-string quarterback – was on the practice squad. He's got COVID, so he's probably going to be out. They had to fly Blake Bortles to town today, and keep in mind he's got to pass protocols and all that before they sign him. But he's not going to be up to speed. He's not going to be up to speed in this many days against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just saying, man, you got to be prepared, back up and stuff. The Chargers, at least they have Chase Daniel, right? He's a professional. You always have to have that backup ready to roll. Look at the Saints, well prepared. Trevor Simeon was prepared to go out there and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's like, you know, one of the things we talked about before we went on with uh, with um, AP Radio was about how the Chiefs have been doing their damnedest to keep Shane Bichelle on the team. And I, I think the reason why is because of the, the COVID protocols. And, like, what happens if, God forbid, uh, Patrick Mahomes or Chad Henney ends up testing positive and ends up needing two negative tests in order to be able to play, and they miss a game. Well, now all of a sudden, you're in a tough spot because you need a quarterback that can go out there and play for you in in, in any given week. And uh, you can't afford to have to do what the uh, the Broncos did last year and have a wide receiver go out there and play <laughs> quarterback for you. And it could have happened to them. It, it's exactly. still might. I mean, they, they have this thing kind of going around. Yeah. 816 says uh, – uh, no one see uh, th- this team is currently atrocious. Mahomes head is right now. You can't say the Chiefs. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details atrocious team all around the board. They're they're playing atrocious on offense or something, but they yeah, their offense is atrocious. But, but their defense actually played really well. They found a way to win a football game yeah. in the National Football League on Monday night. They beat the Giants. It's an NFL team. They rolled the Carolina Panthers the week before. I get it. Carolina Panthers. They did start off three and zero. Now they're going the wrong direction. But yes, there are things that need to be tweaked. But I will say this. The Chiefs, despite the last two weeks of bad offense, still averaged 2.62 points per drive. That is sixth in the NFL. By the way, those mighty Green Bay Packers averaged 2.38 points per drive. The Chiefs are still better offensively by the numbers than the Green Bay Packers. Not only that, this offense is right there with 19 and 20, despite the last two weeks not putting points on the board. So it is what it is. I mean, they will turn it around, I hope. I like to see the progress of the running game, but I'm not going to get over wild about that, Chris. They ran for 107 yards. They didn't exactly run for 230 yards or 180. They ran for 107 damn yards, and people want to make it out. Listen, the Giants put their safeties back. You were going to get yards rushing in that game. You were. It didn't matter who was running the ball for the Chiefs. They were going to get positive yards because of the way the defense was playing. The defense was begging them to do it. I know that... You know, Derek Gore and Darrell Williams and everybody's going crazy over these. Darrell Williams averaged 3.8 yards a carry. Derek Gore, 4.4 yards a carry. By the way, Clyde, who's still hurt, 4.7 is his average on the season. But I'm not going to get enamored, especially when that defense said, run it, run it, run it. We don't want Mahomes throwing it. So, you know, yeah, the running game looked good, but I'm not going to make a big deal of it. If the Chiefs turn into a running football team, they're very beatable. And that's that's a problem. They can't be a running football team. I don't care what any old school hand in the dirt football player has to say. I don't care what any person who grew up. I grew up watching '90s football, and I I loved the the way the game was back then, where every team was trying to get that elite running back and was trying to go out there and, and lead the league in rushing because that was how teams won Super Bowls back in the in the '80s and '90s. Those elite running backs nowadays. It's all about the quarterback play, and it's all about controlling the football by moving the ball down the field with your passing game. If the Chiefs are going to be contenders, it ain't going to be on the legs of Clyde, on the legs of of Darrell Williams, on the legs of Derek Gore. It's going to be on Patrick Mahomes. So we can't keep sitting around here being like, oh, they need to run the football because that's not how they're going to do it. They don't have an offensive line that's as good as like what we've seen with the Titans or with the, with the Browns as far as being able to impose their will on opposing defensive fronts. They are a team that throws the football. So they have to find ways to throw football against a cover two shell. If they can't figure that out, 
then yeah. they're going to have trouble winning games against but good you, teams. You see what I'm saying, though? Yes. Let's not throw a party when the Giants no. were letting you run. Yeah, they were letting you run. They were letting you this run. This is not a team that can that we have seen that can just impose yeah. their will in the running well, game. Well, a lot of people think this, the, uh, the, the running game is badass at this point. We we'll just take it all with the grain of salt. I mean, way, you just, you're just happy that they're able to move the ball hey, with it the does. running I game. I like what Derek Gore's showing. I like yeah, that. But I'm not cool. going to crown anybody yeah. against that bad defense of the Giants. It is fine. I just don't want to see I just don't want to see them start trying to hand the ball off yeah. 30 times a game because yeah. you're not a contender if you're yeah. doing that uh, with, with this offense. By the way, the Chiefs offense, 2.62 points per drive. Okay. The 2019 Chiefs that won the Super Bowl, 2.59 points per drive, meaning this offense, despite the last two weeks and how bad it's looked, is still a more efficient offense than what they had two years ago when they won the Super Bowl. But the Packers did talk. There was some funny stuff. And some stuff you gotta say, they're right. Wait till you hear this from the Packers next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey, welcome back to Bank at Night. Jay Binkley, Chris Unocero got some action on TV tonight. I love this because it's like the next four weeks to do action during the week. I think there's only like one Saturday game scheduled to Mac. They have to understand what you sign up for. When you're playing the Mac, you're playing on Tuesday, Wednesday nights. That's the way we roll. Text line 816 says they dropped Daryl Williams in fantasy nonetheless. Well, that might be a good decision. Be a great decision. He should get the short carries. He should get the catches as well. They like his hands better than Gore at this point. And he will probably get the goal line snap still, to be honest with you, unless they trust Gore to score more from a further distance in. Gore can run people over like Daryl. Daryl is a bigger running back. Uh, the next person asks if it's uh, about the status of Clyde. Clyde is eligible. It's three weeks. He could come back. They haven't operated the 21-day uh, playing clock. We have to be activated or not. Clyde, uh, there's no real news on him. Probably going to be staying on the injured reserve to this point as far as uh, Clyde is concerned. I want to see what they do, though. Packers, 17th best run defense. All right, just, just a hair in the back of the uh, bottom bottom of the uh, NFL out of the 32 teams. So, do you think do you think there's going to be a whole lot of media and fans saying the Chiefs need to run the football a bunch because it's 17th ranked to run defense? Well, we'll see what they say <laughs> when, they, the ball when the safeties actually creep up again. Those were no, wide open running up. lanes they're, they're for the creep, Kansas City they're Chiefs. They're not creeping up. You understand who's playing what, what Nobody's defense. creeping up, especially if it's worked the last couple weeks. No one is putting their safeties in the box against this team. They had a choice against Mahomes. You got to put the safeties back. You want Mahomes to hurt you? Yeah. You want to die by Mahomes you or you want to die without you Mahomes? You would much rather tr- uh, uh, the Chiefs yes. try to kill you with a thousand cuts than for them to go out there and just hack your head well, off they, of one they, slice they with expected, Patrick Mahomes. They expected Darrell Williams and McKinnon, and obviously uh, Derek Gore got it, but they, that's what they were expecting. Wh- who do you want to beat us? That's what they said. Go ahead. So I, I would want, if I were an opposing a fan of, an op- of the uh, opposing team, I would want them to run the football. 100%. So Aaron Jones, Packers running back today. This is kind of funny. I did listen to his entire press conference as I did. Uh, I, I do with the Green Bay Packers. Curious what they're saying about the Kansas City Chiefs. A lot of it was Aaron Rodgers related, obviously, but they did talk Chiefs just a little bit, and I found these uh, these interesting from the players that talked today. It was funny because Harold Koontz over at Fox 4 tweeted it out too. He said, needed context. Here's this. Here's this quote. I noticed one thing that stood out about the video. So I'll ask you, Chris. Text line you can play along as well, 913-576-7610. What do you notice about this uh, this this soundbite from Aaron Rodgers? Harold Koontz noticed something. I obviously noticed something. See if Chris and the listeners can figure it out. Um, I see they they have a great defense. They have uh they have a two good edge rushers. Um, you know. Okay, that's not part of it when he calls them a great defense. <laughs> What I go on. I was about the, to say that. That's down. not it. That's, that's not it. Down. That's not it. You know, they have a, a really good veteran safety. Um, they have speed at the linebacker position. They'll bring uh, 49 in Sorison, um, move him around. Um, they just got Melvin Ingram, so they have some some nice pieces. Um, some D, some good DBs. So um, they have some nice pieces and just got to be ready to play football. You know, they they're in a in the Super Bowl back to back, so that that talks for itself. Yeah, he's right. Back, back-to-back Super Bowls that talks for itself. But no, Chris, what, what did you think? Did you see one thing that was kind of interesting out of that whole thing? I mean, he 
First off, we got to talk about Sorensen. Okay. Boom. You got it. He knew Sorensen by yeah. name. And he called Tyron Matthew the veteran Vet, safety. The veteran goods. First off. <laughs> He's you, been an all-pro. First off, you're disrespecting uh, Thornhill because Thornhill's actually been really good since he came Well, back he, he did mention Melvin Ingram by name as a new chief. But he said yeah, number 49. He knew and then he added Sorensen. They got a veteran safety. He didn't even name Matthew. He didn't name Matthew. He named Ingram, but he didn't name Chris They're Jones. They're watching film for when Sorensen plays. And he didn't know Frank, but he definitely knew Sorensen. <laughs> yes, he did. He knew Sorensen. Was, he was ready with that name going. He was like, they move him in. Like, he was looking forward to Sorensen having to cover him on a blitz or oh, something. 100%. And then he catches it and just zooms right yeah. past Dan for a touchdown. He's looking forward to that. Who's got a perfect rating at passes going against him and been bouncing off. Players, the missed tackles, they continue. He had the pass interference, and the guy caught the football as well, gave up that touchdown. But he knows damn well where he is. Aaron Jones knows damn well who Dan Sorensen is. It was funny. They knew Dirty Dan's name, and he calls Tyron Matthew a veteran safety. <laughs> One's an all-pro, and one is not. I mean, do you think any time that Sorensen's on the field that the uh, Jordan Love's just going to point to him like 49, 49? Oh, the Giants time? knew it because yeah. he, he played more snaps than he did against Tennessee. Oh, of course he went did. Right yeah. after him. I mean, at this point now, if you are, if you are Spags, you just can't have Sorensen on the field. You just can't. You can't afford, unless there's an injury, you can't afford to have him on the field because teams know he's a liability. They're trying to get the ball to whoever he is attempting to cover and failing miserably to cover. Well, once they switch they things up, they know that he's a target. The Buffalo game, he played 100% of the snaps, right? Yes, and he was terrible. So the next game when they started limiting stuff for Dan, 32% against Washington, 24% of the snaps against Tennessee. Bumped that bad boy with the 45% of the Giants, and the Giants knew damn well where he was. Yeah, they knew where he was every time. He gave up the the touchdown that tied the game up uh, in the, uh, was it the fourth quarter, early fourth quarter, I think, that when they tied it up. He gave up that touchdown. Awful coverage. <laughs> Awful coverage. It's just like if I was an opposing uh, quarterback, an opposing offensive coordinator, I would – Thank the football gods every time 49 And if you're ISO'd with him, of course you're going to go down the field. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're you're going to want that. And and that's the reason why teams are going to are, are sending, like, let's have our tight end, our, our tight end go out there and go deep. Because it, it's more than likely if Sorensen's on the field, he's going to end up covering that guy one-on-one in, in man coverage if they blitz. And if he does that, you got a great chance of getting a big play. I mean, think about it. Remember that that uh, the the Giants' first uh, scoring drive, where he had deep coverage against a, I, I can't remember the receiver who who caught the ball, but he got a DPI on the call. He interfered on the play, and he still let the guy catch it. Yeah, that's that's it again. He can't even injury. interfere right. No, if you're gonna interfere. What do they always say? He make better sure not he catch, catch that ball at all. If he you're better gonna, not catch it at all. If you're going to go down, make sure. Yeah, you better make sure. It's a, he can't even he can't even get a get penalized right. Like, yeah. That's a problem. Kenny Clark knows exactly what the Chiefs' problem is this year. He's the nose tackle for the Packers. That's what he said. Uh, you know, it's a lot of opportunities out there. You know, um, you know whether it's us getting you know interceptions, getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, you know, guys putting guys fumbling the ball. We can punch out the ball. Uh, so you know, it's a lot of stuff that we see on film. Um, they're leading the league in uh, what turnovers. So <laughs> they've uh, been drilled. You know, that's oh, they know that, that we we definitely gonna put emphasis on uh, all week. They've been drilled. They they oh, have yeah. they have six giveaways all year. That's it. Six. And, and Six. something needs to be talked about as far as ball security for the receivers, because, you know, he brought up a point that I think that I, I, if you've been paying attention, you notice all of us notice guys have been trying to punch the ball out of the receiver's hands or out of the running back's hands. That's all they've been drilled. That's all they've been. They're not even like trying to go out there and, and get these amazing tackles. No. When they're, when, when Tyreek is catching a ball over the middle, when Kelsey's catching a ball, when McColl is, they're trying to punch that ball out because they're trying to get a turnover. And it's, it's even more of an emphasis. It's even more of an emphasis now because you don't have your quarterback. Yes. So this becomes even more of an emphasis. He was then asked, Kenny Clark, he's a nose tackle. Was then I found this interesting too. Was asked, is he surprised the Chiefs are four and four? Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to win in this league. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, when you uh, when you turn it over, when you turn in the ball over, um, you know, other guys, you know, these guys get paid. Everybody gets paid to to play this game at a high level. 
and you be playing against the best. So you know, when you get when you give anybody, you know, more opportunities to uh, to put points on the board, you know, more often than not, you're gonna lose. I mean, this game is all about the ball, you know, and uh, selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You lose that battle, and you usually lose the game. See, they're still giving the Chiefs the props. Aaron Jones said, well, you've been the back-to-back Super Bowls. That counts. And then... And the kid of Clark saying that's the best. Well, this is how you beat the best. This is why the Chiefs are four and four turnovers. That to me was echoed from you know Aaron Jones to Kenny Clark. That has been their mantra, man. The Chiefs turn the ball over because you know they're watching film, they're rewinding and everything. Oh, there's a turnover again. I mean, this is how they expect to beat the Chiefs without well, with or without Aaron Rodgers. Now even more you know prevalent. Get some turnovers. Yeah, and that's the reason why receivers, running backs, ball security needs to be probably the number one focus because they have, they, I mean, they've lost at least two games because of a, a lack of ball security and given other teams opportunities to beat them in games that they won. Um, I I really think this team would be seven and one if not for turnover issues, and it, it's a it's a real big problem right now that they are turning the ball over when they are still able to move the ball down the field for the most part. They get into opposing territory, and then somebody catches the ball over the middle or is running up the sidelines, and they let some defensive back punch the ball out. And, you know, I understand it could be hard to to keep guys from doing that sometimes, but your job is ball security. If you're a ball carrier, the number one thing you can't do is turn that football over. Just like for quarterbacks, you don't turn the football over. That's your job. Don't fumble. Don't throw picks. You're good to go. And these guys aren't doing that aspect of the job because in part, I think they're so worried about trying to get back to what they were offensively that they're not focusing on the little details, but they got to focus on those little details if they want to get back to what they were. That is what hundred percent what they're going to try to do. And they've seen it and they're going to try to create turnovers. But anyway, that's the the Packers mindset going to this game and even more so with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm out of this game with COVID coming up next. So we switch gears to college football. Something Chris and I like to talk about. The rankings came out. People are throwing a fit about it. But, Chris, I think this is going to lead to chaos at the end of the year, which is what we want if we want to expand the playoffs. Do that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night, Chris. We know the playoffs are just four teams in college football. There's still that uh, 12 teams that looks like that's the direction we're heading. It's what the athletic directors want. Then they got to figure out they're going to do them on campus. They're going to do them at neutral sites to keep the bowl games going. Um, if you ever want chaos, which I do, this is what you hope for. Georgia was the number one team. Alabama was two. Michigan State, three. Oregon, four, because they beat 
Ohio State, bad loss. They had the Stanford number five, Cincinnati, Ohio State. Now where it gets interesting, Cincinnati. People said, is this the year they go to Notre Dame? Is this the year they don't have <laughs> – they have Houston still on the schedule, or excuse me, SMU that was undefeated. They lost this last weekend. That would have been good for them to have. Then there's Michigan at seven, Oklahoma at eight. Oklahoma's not lost. Different-looking team with Caleb Williams as the starter, 100%. But the bottom line is, Caleb Williams, you know, makes this Oklahoma look different. And Cincinnati sits there at six. All right, here's where the uh, the fun stuff. Ohio State's at five. Ohio State, Ohio State makes the college football playoffs if there's a situation, Chris. Because they face Michigan still, who's seventh in these rankings. They face Michigan State still, that's third in these rankings. That would be two top seven victories for Ohio State if they win those games. If that's the case, they're in. Oregon schedules the cake, cupcake at this point. Yeah. They could be in Ohio. Cincinnati still looking outside. People will scream for that. Or Oklahoma, can they find their way being from the Big 12 actually in to the college football playoffs? Because I'll tell you this much. I'm not sure Bullsby will lobby for them hard, seeing as they're a team jumping to the <laughs> SEC. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I could totally see uh, Bullsby kind of taking the whole kamikaze route. Is like if if it's not if it's Texas or Oklahoma, I don't really care if they make it in or not. You know, maybe he is. He's like, hey, this is the the short money situation uh, by having a team in that game. But maybe he's not because he can be petty. I know I'd be a little petty and be like, eh, screw Oklahoma. Here's what I think. I think that the winner of the SEC is in unless, and we talked about this in the, the during the coaches show off the air. Um, let's say that, that Alabama loses to Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Now they're a two loss team. And then they go and they beat Georgia <laughs> in the, in the SEC uh, championship. Because right game. now, if Alabama takes care of business in your yeah. scenario, they get the SEC title game. They would both have one losses yeah, and exactly. probably still get both of them in. Yeah, exactly. If it's close. If it's close, then yeah, then they're they're both in. And at that point, we could have I mean, we could still have chaos in that scenario because let's say Bama gets the four seed. And actually no, not the four seed, but let's say they get the three seed. Because they're like, Bama just beat Georgia. They deserve the three seed or even the two seed. Well then they're if if they win and they and then Georgia wins, or or let's say they get the the two and let's say actually no, let's say they move up to one and and uh, two or three for Georgia, then you could have a scenario where you have Alabama Georgia title game second time since they started the college football playoff and that's going to be chaos if you have two SEC teams again for the third time in a decade playing for the national championship. But there is a scenario that of would Auburn, be a problem if Auburn doesn't slip up again yeah. and they beat Alabama they could sneak they could get in, in too. The- they could get in too and and uh, unfortunately uh, yeah they could get in too as well and that would also be chaos because um, again you could still have two teams from the SEC in the college football but playoff. But they still got kind of a tough schedule going forward, even yes. including Alabama. Yeah, yeah they play, they play they Texas play A&M, A&M Mississippi weekend. State. They still got some good teams on that schedule. But if they drop one of those, then beat Alabama, then you're talking chaos. Yeah. But this is a year, I think, Chris, I mean, obviously they did push it back, the 12-team playoff. This is the year that it gets done because – It has to. Because Oklahoma, I mean, yes. I, I don't know where they're. you can put a loss because Oklahoma – They'll take that early L and then kind of turn things around in college football like we've seen. They didn't take that loss, even though Kansas, you know, look, <laughs> had they a lost halftime the game late. early. They and should they have lost let... to K-State. They could have lost to Nebraska. Yes. I do think they'll turn things around because that's what Oklahoma does. But, like, you got to judge them on the depth of the, what they've done the entire season, not just, like, if they turn things around at the end. Like, they were struggling against some teams that aren't at all uh, contenders at all. I mean, when you struggle against Kansas, it's hard for me to look at you as a contending team. And on top of that, we've seen Oklahoma get waxed in the college football playoffs for the last for most of the last few years. So I think at this point, 
I, I think Oklahoma doesn't deserve to get in, regardless of what happens in the SEC. I think at this point... I'm just saying there's a great scenario. They're sitting there at five yeah, and Cincinnati at six. And, and even then, like this is just my opinion, I certainly don't think that the, the committee is going to agree with that, and the committee will put Oklahoma in because it's a Big 12 team and because it's Oklahoma. Um, they're going to put them in anyways if they don't slip up the rest of the way. But since he deserves to be in, since he has, I mean, I understand they haven't won sexy the last couple of weeks, but we put the college football playoff in yeah, a team like that deserves it. That's the whole reason there's yes, the playoff. We created the playoff so that teams did not have to win sexy all year long. This is why they won the big 12, by the way, yes. this, because of this, this is the reason why they're going because they they're getting there. They, it looks like they're going to get screwed over again. They play you know, Washington, Washington state, yes. and Utah and Oregon state. All right. Yeah. But again, they will show flashes where they do lose. They got over a big hump by beating UCLA last week. Yeah, and the you know the like I said, for me, it's just like, and I know that the Navy game last week certainly got some people worried about Cincy. Dude, you don't have to win sexy all the time. As long as you go out there and win all the time, you're good to go. And on top of that, we have always had this debate: Can a non-power five undefeated team go out there and compete for a national championship? And we have not let a team in that position go out there and try. We didn't let UCF do it when Scott Frost was there before we found out he was a bad coach in Nebraska. We didn't let him do it at UCF. Let's give Cincy the opportunity to go out there and show whether or not they deserve to be in that conversation. A team that since 2018 has been 11 and 2, 11 and 3, yeah. 9 and 1, now 8 and 0. Yeah. Beat Notre Dame and Notre Dame through a loop in yes. college football. I just think this is the year there will be screams. Yeah. It always seems to work out which that's what people are hoping for, that it works out. I just don't see scenarios with Oklahoma sitting there at eight. Now, the Big Ten is going to cannibalize each other with, with Ohio State maybe and Michigan State. Maybe Michigan. if Michigan State beats Ohio State, though, then at that point it looks like Michigan State is one of the elite teams. Then you're talking about who you put in the four. Cincinnati, Oklahoma, exactly. if they run the table. Like or at, all of a sudden now you've got a lock for the playoff out of the Big Ten with Michigan or State. Or you've got Wake Forest that's undefeated in a power conference yes. in the ACC. Yeah, yeah. Wake and they're the team no one talks to. They're an undefeated ACC team. Yes. If their name was Clemson, they'd be in. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But because Wake doesn't have that long track record in the recent years of success, they're going to have to really notch some impressive wins in order to get have a chance at it. But if it comes down to Wake or Cincy, I think Cincy should still get it. I understand Wake's Power 5 ACC. Clemson's been in that conference and dominated the last few years. But I believe Cincy has earned a spot in the playoff if they continue to win out. And Wake Forest still does have to go to Clemson and to Boston College in that scenario. And Boston College is not great. They're 4-4. Four and four, not great. Playing with their backup quarterback. Yeah. They did uh, beat Mizzou. So there is that. Coming up next, though, we'll look at the AFC. A lot of injuries, including one in the division. we we'll discuss that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Justin Herbert, by the way, according to Taylor Vashadi, Justin Herbert limited in practice today with a right hand injury. Definitely something to watch for the Chargers. Injuries mounting up. So is, uh, so is life for some NFL teams. Ravens had a bye week, but two of the last three games, they've given up 500 yards of offense. Cleveland's got its issues with the OBJ right now. You know, you look at uh, just bad situations like the Henry Ruggs deal released from the Raiders and it had to be. I mean, it is a terrible incident in and of itself. Von Miller traded from the Broncos. The AFC is clearly up for grabs now. I know the Chiefs have lost some tiebreakers, but it is go time for the Kansas City Chiefs. Division is still out there. They've only played one divisional game. Still got to play the Chargers, got to play the Raiders twice. Got to play the Broncos twice. There is that on the horizon for the Kansas City Chiefs, but the AFC is up for take. Just like I've been talking about the last couple of weeks, the AFC is right there, man. Like nobody wants to be dominant because I posed a question a couple of weeks ago: Who's the second best team in the AFC? Yes, Buffalo probably going to run away with it now because they have a soft schedule. All right, they still get the Jags twice. Got to play them this weekend. They've got a soft schedule going forward, so. Again, I don't understand why they were tied at home 3-3 to the Dolphins last weekend, but their schedule sets up perfectly. I mean, but don't you think, though, that if they're playing – because, you know, it's the same thing with the Chiefs where because they've struggled, all of a sudden now they're vulnerable to everybody. 
we saw them lose to an, uh, a team in the Steelers that can't score points. Like they, they can't score points unless Najee Harris gets like 15 receptions. So if they're struggling against a team that can't score points in, in, in the Steelers, and then they also struggle against the Dolphins, a team that also cannot score points, um, a team that they shut out earlier this season, then who's, I mean, they, they, they still do play the saints who just beat the bucks. They still beat the bucks, the reigning champs. I mean, there is still a scenario. Now the chiefs would have to win out. They got to win out. But if they slip up against one of these these lesser teams and they lose to the Saints and they lose to the to the Bucks, yeah, there's still a scenario where this team uh, we could look at them and maybe they 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 drop like four games and all of a sudden this this Bills team is a, is a team that is now playing for the the two seed instead of the one seed and the Chiefs if they get hot and Mahomes plays like Mahomes, all of a sudden, there is a scenario. Yeah, in, in Cincinnati held the one seed, they lose yes. to the Jets. So here, here's the Bills. Here, here's here's the teams they've beaten. Miami, Washington, Houston, Kansas City, Miami again. Again, bad football teams that don't have winning records at the time. Chiefs are back to 500 at this point. Clearly the best victory of the season Was the for the Buffalo Bills because they've lost the Steelers and they've lost the Tennessee. All right, they've lost the two good teams uh, or decent teams, or you know, Tennessee's obviously better in Pittsburgh. Yeah. When they have Derrick Henry, that's a good football team, but Tennessee also lost to the Jets this year. Again, the quality of wins, not exactly there for the Buffalo Bills. Real quick, we'll go up the phone lines to Lone Jack and talk to Neil. What's up, Neil? What's up, man? <clears throat> Sorry, I haven't been around the last couple of weeks. I don't know. If I sent you a text when you were on with Tesco in the morning last week. I was out of town. I still haven't actually watched the Titans game. I don't know if I'm going to. No, don't do it. Skip it. The only reason I was considering watching it still is just to, like, kind of try to evaluate Patrick's performance, how bad he was, and why he was as bad as he was. Don't do that to yourself. If you love yourself, Neil, you will not do that to yourself. I felt they walked into a trap there. They did limit Henry to uh, three yards of carry, but the guy that hurt him was Tannehill, eight of nine. (laughs) <laughs> on play action yeah. passing that that killed him. Yeah, don't do that. Well, the good news is our pass rush did look better Monday night, and I loved what I saw from Willie Gay and Bolton. If we can get that consistently, this defense has a chance. I think if we get Hitchens back and can finally, maybe, God willing, put Ben Neiman just on special teams where I think he. Put, I like Ben Neiman. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like whoa, ben really, Neiman Basher. But I would just for year, for three years now. I've been saying I wish we could just keep them on special. Teams. Hey, there were some guys that looked good in that game, but again, it was against the Giants who were without six starters in that game. So already yeah. a a two win football team, a two and six football team that didn't have three fifths of their best receivers and their don't number get, one running back. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying the defense is Shangri La at this point. No, but it, it's positive though. They gave up two touchdowns in the second half the last four games. Again, yeah. Tennessee turned off the Jets. That's it's understandable there, but they were, you know, they forced uh, what uh, five three and outs from from the Giants. I mean, there there is some progress. Clark and Jones, Frank Clark has looked a lot better the last two weeks, a lot better. Yeah, and Chris Jones back inside, and I like the Melvin Ingram deal. Hundred um, percent, definitely like it. I, I'm not sure if I like it more now or earlier in the season. July twentieth is when I liked it more because that's when he signed with the Steelers. Yeah, at the same time, didn't they have to wind up paying more than what we're sending, like a six-round draft pick? Like, is it better for us, like price-wise, that we got them They now? paid them $4 million, and they're taking a bulk of the salary because a lot of it was signing bonus going forward. Chiefs are at about 600000 Again, it works out for the Kansas City Chiefs. He chose – the Chiefs were interested in Ingram. It was one of the stops that he made. He chose to go play this for the Steelers, and Mike Tomlin wasn't getting the snaps to hit some of his incentives. So now he's with the Kansas City Chiefs. But, yes, Chris Jones did play 28 snaps inside, 14 on the outside. So the trend is going more for him going back to where he feels more. Dominic Andy Reid said after the game he looked comfortable there. Chris Jones talked about it as well. Let's all face it. Chris Jones belongs in the middle. I'm definitely excited about the prospect moving forward. And even with Jordan Love instead of Aaron, we're still going to get – our defense is still going to have a big test this weekend. They have to play well to beat this team. And I do believe that they will obviously have, you know, tons of incentive and feel a little bit better about themselves going in. So I like our chances for sure. Um, Jordan Love still is, if I, I, I don't know that much about him. He's, he's an unknown. He's still a first round pick, but the bottom line is 
I mean, we've seen bad quarterbacks look better against this defense. I mean, it's in turning the football over will make teams like that look a lot better. And keep this in mind: the Green Bay Packers defense is still playing this week. He's still a mobile quarterback, yeah. right? He's pretty mobile guy. Yeah, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Here's the thing: this defense can make average quarterbacks look better than what they are. This defense still there. Again, the Packers number two in the NFL in plus minus. They're plus eight. Six takeaways, six giveaways, excuse me, it's all they've given up this year. And Chris and I listened to it, to the players. That's all they're talking about is Dance Chiefs turnovers. Yeah. Huh? Dan Sorensen, too. They knew him by now. And Dirty Dan. Yeah, they Blake, know his Bo- name. Blake Bortles is a first-round pick, too. So yeah. let's just let's, let, let's not hype the first-round pick thing too much. Yeah, I would love to see Bl- Blake, oh, Bortles on, Blake Bortles on three days' notice. Yeah, bring that on. Bring that on anytime. Chris Unocero producing the operation. Always like working with you, Chris. Always fun, man. We have a lot of fun college football talks and other discussions. We've been getting along better, but we got to change that. We got to change that. We did a little bit today, a little arguing. Anyway, good night, everybody. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.